Tonight, we are something else. Welcome back. Fellas, 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 oof, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, episode 28, yeah, CB, what's up man? Yo, we're we're back in the office, dog. Wow, it seems, seems different, <laughs> did you do something in here, uh, Superfly? No, <laughs> not at all, I th- you just got a picture of the goat over in the corner now. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I see it, oh yeah, Superfly was good. Yo man, I'm good man. Man, fellas, it's been it's been a long time. Had some like, uh, some life some life, life happening, some life changing things happening yeah. since then. That's, so first of all, welcome to season two of We Are Something Else. A A A. I didn't even, at first I didn't even know we were doing seasons <laughs> until we had to find a reason <laughs> to take a long pause, right? Yeah, and give people some anticipation <laughs> to build up. So season two is underway. Yeah. So everyone that's been hitting us up, you know, complaining about their. Uh, their long rides without something to listen to. We're uh, we're sorry, and we are back. We are back because yeah. we are something, something else. else. That's we are something else on all platforms: mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, Facebook, yep. um, Twitter. Yeah, I think, and we don't have a Twitter yet. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we do. Yes, we do. By the time this comes out, we we'll have a Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Season two. What's different? We got a Twitter now. Exactly. exactly. SoundCloud. And all that, so yep. we got a lot of good things lined up for season two. Mm-hmm. We uh, do. I'm looking at the list of things and people that we have lined up and mm-hmm. ideas. So it's good to be back, and yeah. hopefully we got some some fresh creative minds going. Yeah, I think so. I so, think so. Um, been up to anything? I mean, you know me, bro. Traveling around. Um, was in Atlanta for a wedding recently. That's right. That's Our boy right. Uh, Kevin, who was on the uh, the podcast. Yeah, Shout out to Kevin. Kevin man. Yeah. Uh, he was giving, giving me that tour of the ATL uh, and all that. So You didn't uh, get to hit the ATL Walmart, though. Nah, man. I was blown about that. Um, <laughs> I was real blown because, I mean, people are probably going to be listening to this and they're like, what the heck are they talking about getting excited about going to Walmart? And I was like, the Walmarts in Atlanta are different. It's very different. There is... Instead of um, like my Lolo and Lola, my mm-hmm. grandparents working there, they got uh, they got some talent. 
that works at the uh, two chains pull up to the scene with the ceiling missing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> I was thinking, you know, I was gonna end up going there single for the weekend and come back with like a couple wives or something like that, or at least engaged to <laughs> a couple different people. So Harem, okay. luckily, luckily came back ever clean, healthy, ready to go. We're good. <laughs> Came back clean. Clean. That's always, hey. that's always good, all right? Good, good, clean girl. <laughs> uh, Superfly. Hey. It's good, man. It's been a month. Yeah, man. Just busy, man. Just I'm it's out there good. ripping and running and spinning. Plug Oregon. your social media real quick because I saw a lot of, Superfly did a lot of, it seems like a lot of parties yeah. during the time off. Parties, fest like festivals, weddings. Well, we we got to get to that. You know what I'm saying? Superfly too. underscore TNT is the handle everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Google me, baby. Right. <laughs> so you did the your cousins. We haven't been here since you did your cousins event. Yeah, man. The, um, the Create Festival in Harlem, New York. Uh, the first annual, I imagine. Um, it was a great, great vibe. Great people there. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. Like, look on my Instagram. You'll see a bunch of pictures and links to their movement. Mm -hmm. um and he actually you know speaking of weddings he got engaged as i Um, I saw that yeah so that was uh you know awesome just to be a part of and 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 witness that um you know shout out to foe shout out to rennie congratulations love y'all so right yeah congrats that's right so what, uh, what big life events did you have going on? Where have Clay? I been? Exactly. That's what the question. hell you been doing? That's, right? that's the question. Right? Where have I been doing? Uh, why, why the season break, right? Mm. Um, so when we had our last episode, I said that I would speak on something when we came back from our a break. So while we were gone, as you guys know, I had a kid. I have a son now, which is just pretty cool because you're like. I gotta get this dude up so he can learn to start cutting grass. <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta teach him like manly stuff. I gotta, right. because being a man in this world is is tough, and then being a man of color is right. even tougher. So no kidding. There's a, <laughs> there's there's a lot that you know it's on my plate. But till then, I mean, he's a month old now. He's born August thirty first, um, which makes things. Uh, it's been good. Just sleep has been. I'm, I've been getting some sleep, um, probably more than most. Mm-hmm. What about Ebony though? Uh, she's been taking the night the night shift. Which, <laughs> there we go. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, that, hey, I, right. I much appreciate it. Mm-hmm. She's still off work for for eight weeks. Yeah. So no need for me to get up. <laughs> you you're off eight weeks. Don't make nobody mad, man. <laughs> no, you're right. Happy right. home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what that's what we start off the show at because it's an interesting story. I mean. My dad, you all know, was on the show. He um, he's into a lot of different things and clubs and cultures and all that. So we've been talking lately about signs and the signs around you and like um, just the atmosphere. Like things happen for a reason and on purpose. Right, right. Um, so what, let me try to think. Where would I start with this story? Okay, so. I'll start with August 30th. I'm at work and I'm getting texts or whatever. Actually, I got a call saying, hey, I'm not sure if my water broke, but, you know, here's what it is. Contractions are eight minutes apart. I'm like, oh, (laughs) but the magic number is five. Mm -hmm. You went five minutes apart for over an hour. That's the number to look out for. 
Okay. I'm taking notes since these are things that I don't know. Put put this in your handbook because you need to know these things. And then it's funny. Flash forward. I saw an episode on the Cosby Show recently. John Ritter was on the Cosby Show, and they were expecting a baby, and they had is they had all this stuff (laughs) planned out, and they had the book, the play by play book. They had this and that, and I'm thinking in real life, like. Yeah, that shit doesn't. That's, that's nowhere near like real. Life. <laughs> I was even gonna tell you, there's no need to have a handbook. Right. Everybody's yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. Or watch yeah. TV shows because they make it seem so seamless in mm-hmm. TV shows. Right. But anyways, okay. So eight minutes apart. So okay, whatever. That was midday. So I go to part time job that night, um, and it's probably about eleven o'clock, and I'm making my way home. So I get to this one light in my neighborhood. Uh, it's probably about two miles from my house, and just like clockwork, every time I get to that light past 1030, it takes forever for the light to shift to me. Like, it always skips over where I'm at at that light. Like, everything goes green, and it goes red, and it's like, okay, my turn, nope, goes green to everybody else. So, I was tired at this point. I'm not really sure, I mean, what's going on. So, I was like, man, F this. Three cycles had passed. I go through the red light. Nobody else is on the road at that point. I go through the red light. Make the turn, and I look in my rearview mirror. Just so happens the car behind me coming up was a police officer, and I was like, "Oh shit, how's this gonna play out?" <laughs> he took his he took he took his time before he he came after me. So I just stayed, got in the slow lane, mm-hmm. and I waited for him to make his move. And then he turned his white lights on first, and then he comes up behind me. Uh, actually, pulls up beside me. So I was like, "Okay, good. Well, this this is a good sign. We're, he's either gonna shoot me right here, or he's just gonna." Just ask me what the hell's going on. He doesn't feel like getting out the car. Mm-hmm. So he pulls up next to me. He was like, what's up? I was like, look, I know the way it's, it, it looks the way you think it is. I ran the red light. He's like, but I sat through this light for like three or four cycles, and it didn't didn't turn red, didn't turn green. I was like, I got the missus at home in labor, and I need to hurry up and get home because I don't know what's going on. And he looked. He's like, turn green for me. I was like, yeah, I understand that. But you weren't there the other three cycles. So I, was just, I had to go. I live mm. right here. He was like, go ahead and go. I said, man, I need to use this excuse more often. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? I was hoping and, you were going to get that police escort or something. Exactly. So let's go. Get to the house. Everything seems seems pretty good for at this point. Milani is uh, laying on the couch with Ebony and... It's 11 o'clock, mind you. I'm getting the house, and she's wide awake. I was like, what are you doing up? Milani is. I'm like, what are you doing up? She was like, mommy's stomach hurt. It's like, huh. All right, you know what? I'm going to give you a pass. I'm going to let you be up. You stayed up. That's fine. So we all go to bed. Two o'clock, I get to, hey, we got to go. It's like, okay. And at this point, you know, when you've been asleep for however long, you're just, I'm still like, what, what day is it? <laughs> She said, hey, we got to go. It's like, okay, why? She's like, nah, just like, something happened, and we got to go. It's like, all right, well, let's just get up. Let me call my dad, mm-hmm. tell my dad about to drop the baby off, and let's head up the road. How okay. far are you from the hospital? I'm in Clinton, and the hospital is Holy Cross. All so right. the first <laughs> <laughs> exit seven. Holy far. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So. I get up, I get myself together, call my dad. My dad's like, all right, cool, you know, I'll be up waiting. And by the way, my dad lives in Fort Washington. So I'm talking, I have to go 10 minutes out the way before I make my way 45 to 50 minutes up the road. Mm-hmm. So getting dressed, making the moves, 
And I'm like, what in the world is going on? I look around. She's sitting there folding clothes, organizing. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Didn't you just tell me it was time to go? <laughs> Didn't you just say that this happened and we need to go? Why are you folding clothes? That can wait. Right, right. But when they, folding ain't going to make a difference. Let's just go. So I was able to take the back rows to my dad's house and get there at, at 2 o'clock in the morning and get there within like five minutes because I did like 80. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Drop, drop the baby off, shoot up the belly, and I'm like, look, I was like, I want the police escort, so I'm gonna f- go as fast as I can so I can get pulled over, and so they can, t- so I can tell them why I'm doing this, and you can escort me. Do you see this in the passenger seat? Exactly. So you know what happened? I didn't get pulled over because not one damn cop in sight. <laughs> right. At, whenever you know, whenever you need them, <laughs> no exactly. to be found. And when you're not looking for them, it's a bunch of them. Right. And when right. you need them. Just to look cool, mm-hmm. nothing. All right, so whatever. Not trying to let y'all be great. Exactly. So get to the hospital, and the we're in the waiting the waiting room, and there is a nurse that we remember from the from the previous time uh, that was in the delivery room, and we were just talking about how much of a bitch she was. Like she was just like it's probably good. At what she I hope you never. I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> whatever. I mean, I'll give her a name too. I don't care. No. So, but anyway, she was. We were just like she was good at what she did, but she had horrible people skills and she didn't know how to talk. She had a terrible attitude. Yeah, yeah. She and she was young at that too. I was like, how in the world? But anyways, so we were like, yeah, just hope we don't get her if we check in. Right? Bringing our child, right. and that's the money. That's the living room. We're in the we're in triage. We're we're just in the in the check in room. Mm-hmm. I'd be damned if this woman doesn't come out of triage <laughs> and call us back. I'm like. It's just like that Chris Rock joke. What you don't want in your family, yep. you end Yo, up in your family. Whoever you hate, end up like, in your family. God. Yo. I was like, that is her. So I was like, I wonder if she remembers us. Probably not. Right. Anyways, go in the room. And she's like, hi, my name is Steph. Her name is Steph. And, you know, she, so she's asking all these blunt questions. And she's like, has your water broken? She's like, I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, it may have done it. Well, why would you wait this late to come to the hospital if your water's already broke? Well, what? I don't know what? if it broke or not because I don't know what it feels like because before we were induced and they did it for us. Mm-hmm. You don't have to explain. <laughs> exactly. But that's what I'm... That's, what, that's, that's what's happening. Yeah, that's exactly. what's happening right. at this point. And so they she calls the doctor in to do a, a pelvic check just to see... Uh, a check just to see what was going on. And the doctor is like, we feel the cord coming out. And so, literally, it went from two people to six in a matter of 15 seconds. Sheesh. And they were like, like one is trying to put an IV in her arm, put the gas on her face, and they, they call a doctor, and doctor's like, no, we're doing this right now. Like, And we're saying, what the heck? Like, we were just sitting here just, just chit-chatting and laughing behind Steph's back about how much of a bitch she was. <laughs> and now, it's like, literally, from five seconds... To five to seven seconds, six more people are in the room, and like things are moving fast. I'm in the corner, like what the hell is going on? Like, so one is putting the IV in, one is trying to put the gas on her face. Like, we got you. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. And I'm getting up. So I'm gonna grab the stuff. And it's like, no, you sit down. We'll be back. It's like, okay, maybe somebody's gonna come back and prep me so I can put my stuff on. And then two minutes goes by, and a nurse comes in. She's like, oh, you can go out in the waiting room. You can't go back there because it was an emergency. I was like. Whoa. Okay. So my, I've been sitting in a, a cold triage room with like IV on, with blood on the floor from my IV that when they tried they missed the vein. I'm like, 
all my stuff and just empty. I'm like, okay, what the hell is happening right now? Anyway, so I go back out to the lobby and I'm just sitting there waiting. And it seems like five hours, but literally it's probably all of five minutes. I mean, just when you yeah, don't know anything. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, when yeah. you don't know anything, you're just mm-hmm. sitting there like. And so then nurse comes out. She's like, hey, she's like, your son is here. You know, he's fine. Uh, we're going to take him to NICU because he was having some breathing issues when he was when he was born. We got him out. So, but we're going to take you, rush you to the back so you can see him before we take him to NICU. And then you can go into recovery wait for Ebony. I was like, all right, that's fine. So I go back there and I see him. He's in like the little clear incubator. Mm-hmm. He's crying, making all his noise. I'm like, Perfect. At least I know he's he's up. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Okay. So that can take my mind off of that, and I can go see what's going on the other. And it was like, well, you know, she's still in the back. She's getting stitched up or whatever because she's been, you know, they we emergency C section. You know, so now we, and she was adamant on not having a C section oh, again. Man. It's that whole what you don't want in your family right. is gonna. So it it happened. So I'm sitting in a cold recovery room just waiting. And waiting and waiting. They're like, well, she should be out soon. We, you know, we're, they're back there getting her, getting her together. So, okay. So then uh, the nurse, I mean, the doctor comes with me, black doctor, woman, too. So I was like, I've never seen her. Whatever. She came in. She's like, um, just want to let you know. Um, you know, she's like, you know, it was a successful birth. Um, so, yeah, he had, uh, when he was born, he, was, he wasn't breathing. Like, he had no life to him. I was like, what? She's like, well, we were able to revive him. And I'm wow. and at this point I'm thinking, I'm glad I saw him first to know that he was good. Right. Yeah. Because if I'm hearing this first and you t- and I hadn't seen him, you start uh, freaking I'm, I'm, out. I'm flipping shit over. I'm yeah. like, what well, where is he? You know. So then I'm thinking back, the nurse said he's going to Nikki because he's having breathing issues. I'm thinking the breathing issues was he wasn't breathing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn. The way that they word it so yeah. that you, you What would you rather have heard though? Right. You know, and I think, and I've thought about that. I don't know, mm-hmm. like, but I, you know, I guess it, you know, the first come, first person comes to me and tells me he had breathing issues. But at this point, I know he's, you know, she knows he's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see him. He's fine. So in my mind, breathing issues, just like you know, maybe some stuff in his nose and his lungs. You know, we're just going to check him. Then the doctor gives you the raw mm-hmm. because you've already, you've already, ha- you've got the good side of this, right? Right. And you're like, wow. All right. So like we went through kind of something similar with um, our second child, where um, emergency C-section, um, and when they took her out, like we, she was behind. Basically, they they put up a shroud, talk, right? right? You can't yeah. see anything. Yeah. We didn't hear anything. We just you we were got actually the baby. in the room. I was in the room with okay. her. Okay. They took the they took Mackenzie out in a room for like a good twenty five minutes. Didn't tell us anything. We were just sitting there. Oh, so we don't. We that. didn't know. They and they never. When they came out, they never told us what happened with her. Now we do know her. Is it uh, Apgar, Asgar? I can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. But the score of they check your like mm-hmm. how how they respond to things, mm-hmm. hearing all that kind of stuff. Her scores were low, but I don't know what happened before that. Like, mm-hmm. what did they do to get her? Because I know I didn't hear any noise. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. So you know. I kind of. Yeah, and as like, and at this point, it's just me who's hearing this because Ebony's and I, Ebony's back then. God knows what I don't know anything about her, right? And I'm sitting there like absorbing this. It's four o'clock in the morning at this point. Like I mean, everything's happening happened quick. I'm like, geez, okay. So I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. My dad shows up, so you know, we sat there and we talked, and he's like, um, you know, 
he at this point he hadn't given us a middle name yet. He in Hawaiian tradition, the, technically the the grandfather's supposed to give you you know the the middle name of of your of your kid. And so y'all, Malani has as a Hawaiian middle name. He named her, and then for the for Parker, he hadn't quite given us a name yet. But you know, so we start talking just about how everything around you works, like how, how it all comes together. Because we're sitting in the the lobby, just just talking, and there's a Hawaiian yoga video playing. It's a random Hawaiian yoga video playing with the Hawaiian uh, flower next to it on the wall. Like, wow, that's that, that, that's right. a sign, right? So they're like, uh, the nurse comes out. And she's like, you can go see your son. He's in a NICU. Uh, we can take you. You haven't been down there yet? No, but we're gonna take you can come down there. And me and my dad go to NICU, right? So the nurse, she and let me tell you, first of all, these doctors are amazing. Doctor, and I, and I have to shout out every doctor, everybody who's out there who's a nurse, a doctor in the medical care field. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, I'm thinking, like, you going to NICU, first of all, you feel bad for those kids. Like, wow, like, because some of them are in really bad shape. Yeah, to be in that, that. I'm like, yo, like, I just want my kid to be up out of here. Not, I mean, I want all these kids to be up out of here, but definitely mm-hmm. you want your kid to be out of here. Right. So we go back to where he is. He's got, you know, monitors on him and all that. And they're just saying, you know, he's he's breathing is, is really good. And, you know, he's, he's, he's making improvements from just earlier that morning. So, but the nurse, she's like reassuring and, you know, he's strong, blah, blah, blah. You know, just to make you feel good. And then we were, she was like, can I ask you what your, is your last name Hawaiian? And we were like, yeah, of course. She was like, I'm from Hawaii. <laughs> so the, the nurse? Yeah, she was like, I was, I'm from uh, Oahu. <laughs> so the nurse that is watching over my son is Hawaiian. Right. This is, this is the same one that you didn't like or not? No, no, this okay, is this is somebody in the NICU now. Okay, right, right. So I'm like, good grief. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, wow. Okay, so from the video, the yoga video, to the flower, to this, like, gee whiz. And so then my dad was like, you know, we're talking about the middle name. It's like the night he got the middle name, like it came to him, is when the tornado happened in Hawaii. Mm. He said he had it in a dream and a tornado happened. And then when he... Oh, then that's what happened during... But they just recently had the hurricane, too. Mm-hmm. So that's when, around the same time, he was born, like... Wow. When, when we announced that it was going to be a boy. like So he's like, his middle... And then it just tur- turns out, like, his middle name means... Oh, wait a minute. Second. Uh, he's going to kill me because I, I had it and it just blanked. And I'll come back to it. I, the strong waters. Uh, it'll come to me. Sorry, Dad. But, anyways. <laughs> um, but anyway, it just everything's coming together. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just like a crazy experience. So, there, we're, that's what it was. We go to eat. Doctor happens like during, they're during a shift change. And the doctor comes up. She's like, hey, you know, how, how's he doing? He's doing good. Um, and so she was like, I just want to let you know, seconds matter. She's like, oh, she got on. seconds matter. She's like, you got here at the right time because seconds matter. You wow. know, thinking about everything that played out in my head that morning, I was like, had we still been in the house folding clothes? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Who knows where we've been or... Had and this was the same doctor we called later when we were on, on our way. She's like, "Why are you on your way?" 
or you haven't gotten pulled over. If, yeah, you got, she, if you got pulled over and got your escort that you wanted. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and she was like, you know, why Why are you on your way? And she was trying to, that's what they try to do. Doctors try to send you back home, which, which is crazy. The essence that moves the strong waters. Bam, it just popped back in my head. Okay. <laughs> there we go. So, it's just it's crazy how all this has is, is happened. But nope. he only spent less than 48 hours in the NICU before they he was ready to come up out of there. That's what's yeah. up. That's good. I'm going to take away from this story that uh, I don't need to fold laundry. That's, uh, I can just skip that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because seconds matter. Yeah, because seconds matter. Second matter. Um, and I could probably fit in a couple more uh, Mario Kart races in that time. <laughs> so <laughs> seconds matter. Seconds matter for sure. Just, But it's been, it was a crazy experience. Uh, great experience. But then it's just also like, wow. Yeah. Right. You just think about, I think about the NICU and I think about like, those kids who, who struggle, who don't yeah. make it out there, who have like, Serious issues like well, parents yeah. who have to go home without their kids and have to go back mm-hmm. and live, you know, mm-hmm. a life of work and then go to the hospital or, you know, live out of a hospital. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to all the parents that, you know, that, that go through that. Well, mm-hmm. you know, that, that survive that. Mm-hmm. Right, I think so. there's a, it takes uh, like a special t- like set of parents mm-hmm. um, and a strong support system to definitely help you know, raise mm-hmm. someone who may be born with a disability or, or anything like that. Like it's because uh, there's a lot of people out there that probably aren't equipped to be able to deal with something like that. And so right. um, I think that those because I have personal experience with that kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, those are that's some special people, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and just, you know, childbirth in and of itself is a is like one of those reminders that you're like part animal. It's a it's a barbaric thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and uh the it 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 is second matter, it's a mm-hmm. thin line between, you know, life and death. And you you mm-hmm. you confront that, you know. Yeah. You see your you see your partner, what they go through, you know, exposing their body and right. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't look. I looked first. I'm not built for that. I'm not built to see guts. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. I don't know what it is, but I remember like health class, and then we're like, all right, guys, we're going to show this video. It's like, all right, well, you know what? At some point in my life, I'm going to have to see this. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, it's like, damn, why'd I watch that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> naturally, the natural way is not that bad. Yeah, that right. Is, but right. the C-section, C-section. Oh, no, yeah, is new. Been... Yeah, I can't. I'm not built for that. Because yeah, they literally take yeah. everything out. Out mm-hmm. the way. Exactly. Right. In a matter of, and I guess with with the emergency situation, mm-hmm. they're not they're not gentle at right. all. Right. They pull, yank, twist, turn, and whatever. They got to do whatever they got to do. And you just they hope they that do. they put everything back the right way. Right, right. But um, I get a planned one, you know, it's more, you know, mm-hmm. of an environment where, again, we can have both, both most likely, you know, both parents are in, obviously the other, one, another parent is in there. You can mm-hmm. kind of see what's happening if you want to and all that. Right, right. But yeah, I'm like you. I, I don't know about uh, seeing things cut open. Anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. I can. I didn't even want to deal when they put the bandage on mm-hmm. on Bree, man. And they she'll tell this story all the time. I was acting like a bitch. You know, she, <laughs> she was like, "Can you just take it off? Rip it off?" I'm like, "Yo, I do not want to see this like, yeah. at all." 
Yeah, no. I mean, and she just took it away from me and just did it herself, and then like <laughs> screamed like commando or some shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it we're we're not that far removed from it still being a regular thing to have a woman die during childbirth. Yeah. Like it's really not that long ago that that was still right. a regular thing. And I mean, I was born the natural way. My mom still loves to rib my dad for the fact that he went like white as a ghost yeah. when he was in there. <laughs> Like it's mm-hmm. you know I mean it's precarious it's not yeah. it's not guaranteed yeah um, ain't yeah. no Hallmark movie man right right say, everything you see on TV is like psh. but then I'm thinking real quick like a lot of this is on like a good day like being a doctor or being like a nurse and like especially in the NICU mm-hmm. or any wing of the maternity ward and you have a bad day yeah like you know and we all know what a bad day is. Mm-hmm. And it could be for many different reasons, but it's just like how do you, like to to shake it off and have to come back to work or right. you know mm-hmm. stay at work because I mean these aren't this this is not your kid right yeah you know but you're you're invested like it's actually you're your in, job and yeah you know? exactly then you have to go on to the next kid like go mm-hmm. on to the next and it's just mm-hmm. like a bad day is probably like a re- like this also like being a cop right like yeah being a bad day is like a bad day mm-hmm. so i mean again, all the all those all the people in those types of jobs i think me and you were talking about it at, at work like it takes special people to be able to be service members to be yeah. to work you know in in that type of environment yeah. you know it's it's those people are they're, they're wired a little bit differently right. to be right. able to you know go through that kind and of to, stuff and to be able to care mm-hmm. like you know to treat this being as your own, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. it make a, a kid to an adult. Right. You, I mean, nurses have to do that too. Right. You might literally be interacting with these people for minutes, maybe a few hours, mm-hmm. and that's that's it. You're never going to see them ever again. Exactly. And you know, it, big ups to to like you were saying, the people working in the hospitals and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's exactly. dope, dope for have them to doctor. be able to do what they do. Helicopter. It's crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we are inside. Exactly. Helicopter. Can that join up? Right. Um, so that was just the the first part of the right of the of our break. Um, so then I had some time to do some listening to music while I was off. Mm-hmm. And Mac Miller passed away. By the, yeah. it's been a while because mm. Mac yeah. Miller's passed away. I don't know yeah. if they if they buried him yet. I'm sure they really. Have. I, I, I'm sure yeah. they have. It's just I hadn't seen anything about a, a private view, a funeral or whatever. But right. I knew it was going to be private. I haven't seen anything about it. Mm-hmm. But Mac Miller passed away, mm-hmm. um, overdose. We don't know what the substance was. We don't know the circumstances. But we just know he OD and it's most likely accident. You know, right. Accidental yeah. Overdose. I don't think that he was. Uh, he was meaning to go. Yeah. No. Like that. That at least that's my my and, take on. And I, and that's one of those things with no inside knowledge. Of with course. the. You can never, you know, give the people flowers while you can still smell them, that kind of thing. You should mm-hmm. give, them, give them the flowers while you can still smell them. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been hearing a lot about this swimming album, so I, I gave it a listen to. Let me tell you, right as of right now, it's probably one of my top five for the year. Yeah. And I haven't, I actually haven't heard it. I, I bought his last album, though. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, and I, the, I was never a big... Divine Feminine, that joint was dope. Yeah, that's the one he's, uh, like, like, the painting, he's at the table and all that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Right. <laughs> Divine feminine. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I hadn't, like, he, this wasn't my cup of tea. Like, I hadn't, right. mm-hmm. but I, I listened to it. I was like, the swimming album, I was like, wow. Yeah. Start to finish. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I listen to it, like, mm-hmm. this is dope. It's like, for me, like, Vince Staples, one of my favorite rappers. Mac Miller was one of the dudes to help put him on. But mm-hmm. 
I didn't really listen to to Mac Miller because that just like like Phil was saying, it's not really my my deal for what are the the stuff that I'd heard from him. But then go listen to listen to his most recent project, and I was like, yeah, man, this guy's was super talented. Mm-hmm. Like this guy from I mean, he switched up his whole style. Yeah, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, and on top of like him being you know a writer and an artist in that respect mm-hmm. the dude also got was getting into producing and all that yeah. kind of stuff too mm-hmm. like and he was just also like in the middle of so many um artists and mm-hmm. stuff like that i mean mm-hmm. talking right. about like right. from kendrick yeah to you know anderson pack mm-hmm. he Khalifa. was doing spots on the kod tour exactly like he i mean he was like a a you know a central figure in you know, and just hip hop, independent right. hip hop, right. and and mainstream. The know. the outpouring that you heard of so many different artists being like, "Yo, if it wasn't for Mac, like I don't know where I would be." Yeah, Rhapsody, like, like she, you know, she, yeah. like he put her on mm-hmm. on his tour. That was like her first tour. Oh, right. he, okay. He, that wow. I, that actually might be who I'm thinking of yeah. uh, off the top. Like, just I know, you know he had joints with Knife Wonder. Like, yeah, you know, oh right yeah, Knife Wonder That's did where, a lot of stuff for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I mean, it's, it's tragic. It's one of those things like remind people they need to be careful. Yeah. Um, and then he had the, the relationship with Ariana Grande. Of course that guy. Some people speculate you know, that that, you know, that could have maybe tipped him over or whatever, you know, see her cause they were engaged and I'm thinking, no, she's engaged to Pete. I mean, weren't they, I should, I probably should have done some research on this, but I don't think that was like. The, a right away thing like yeah, I, don't, I don't think they hadn't been together for a little while and i do think that people were out of line pointing the finger at her right saying that exactly. you know oh it's because you man get at it that's why yeah. like you you can't be you, at the end of the day like there there certainly are people out there that that off themselves on purpose mm-hmm. because of a relationship or mm-hmm. lack thereof but but I mean, if you don't know, shut yeah. the fuck up. Right, exactly. right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. you're just yeah. outside looking in, man. right? You're just you know. So it's one of those things where it's like all around. It's just it's a tragedy, man. Like we didn't, you know, we didn't need to go out and lose this guy, you know, the way the way that you know it all went down. Right. Oh man, uh, D Wade's retiring. Yeah, but at least he's doing a uh, farewell tour. Farewell tour. Did you see that? Yeah, did I didn't even know. He did a video. He did a video, and it was about about an eight minute long video, just talking about how you know when he entered the league and mm-hmm. just how your passion is still there, and then something just dies out, and he's just he's in Miami, is it? Yeah, he's so he's Miami. gonna finish it in Miami. This mm-hmm. is a big hurrah tour, and he had a great career. He's one of my favorite players yeah, of all time. Yeah. Like. Little man played plays hard. So Bro, I mean, but what hard. was it? What he was like the original fall down seven times, get up eight yeah. type. Like they had that whole uh, marketing campaign for him. Yeah, like this dude. It, if if you forgot, go on YouTube. Check his highlights. Look up yeah. some some young D Wade, yeah. some Flash D Wade highlights. Marquette D Wade. Marquette D Wade exactly. dropping the what the triple double in the final four, yeah, whatever right. that was. Like, yo, he's the reason. Why Shaq got that last that championship that he yeah. did? Yeah. Because the, you could say that the refs were involved, yeah. But it was weird watching that series. It almost felt like D Wade was the only person in Miami 
who was making a bucket. Right. Like, uh, he, like he, took it he was dominating. Yeah, he took it over. And so it's like, this guy, you know, there's people out there that want to argue about where he is in the pantheon of shooting guards and all that stuff, whatever, whatever. The fact that you can consider him for that conversation shows you the type of impact that this oh, yeah. dude had on the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even with those, Lebr- those LeBron Miami teams. Oh, yeah. He was, you know, he... He was in the dogfight with them. I mean, you're you're not taking D Wade off of those Miami teams and having them win any championships. Right. Oh no! Like exactly. the re- the reasons why they were winning was because they had those three guys, and Wade was an integral part of that. Right. Exactly. Um, Kaepernick suing NFL. <laughs> yeah, this is you know this is probably it's old news to some of y'all, but you know we didn't get to talk about it. So let's talk about yeah. it. Um, On a bright they, note, Eric Reed got a job. I, oh, I yeah, did, I heard that. Yeah. I did see that. Shout um, out Carolina Panthers. And he said he's not I can't gonna... give him no credit. <laughs> should have been signed. Right. No, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, see one of the best safeties in the game yeah, get exactly. back on the field. Yeah. Is, he, is he kneeling still? Uh, he said he's not going to change what he's been doing. Okay. He had some kind of... Uh, yeah, the, they had a press conference, and um, at least one of the things that came out of it, which, of course, they were going to have to come out and say, was uh, that his, they didn't ask him in his interview process like whether he would keep doing it or not. And it's like, because you shouldn't. That shouldn't, like, that yeah, shouldn't factor in. Exactly. Y'all play football, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Before like, we move on to this, yeah. uh, I had to tell you how hard it's been not to watch football. <laughs> I even kind of slipped up a little bit. I've, I've watched like a quarter or two. It's okay. It's tough, I mean, man. It's okay. It's I mean, just, it's just like I told you my my plight with the Cowboys right mm-hmm. now. Like I right. don't want to support them at all. I mean, I'm I'm watching, and I'm like, you know, you win, you win, you lose, you lose. I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, I'm kind of like rooting for certain players. Right. Like Patrick Mahomes is having. Yeah, was, a, that was dope. I a, saw some of. He's yeah. having yeah. Like a great night year. Game. Um, Tyreek Hill's having a great. I mean, um, those, those Kansas City right. Chiefs look. Chiefs, yeah. Um, it's a thing. Like I grew up. I I watched football for a good thirty years. Yeah, and it's, like, it's like sugar, man. Especially when there's something when there's nothing else on. Like when Tiger was doing his thing mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, I was watching that. Right, right, right. But like, if it ain't nothing else on TV. It's rough, man. It's hard. It's hard. I was like Pookie on New Jack City. <laughs> <laughs> if you call it me, right. man, if you call it me, NFL be calling me. Exactly. But let me tell you, so Cap, mm-hmm. there, there was talk about a, buy, um, a settlement out of court, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Cap could receive up to $200 million plus from the NFL, meaning each team would most likely pay him. For him, it's not about the money, though. Exactly. So that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, so if so this, this payout comes, if you're Cap, do you take it? Or do you? The thing is, by it going past the it going into judgment or whatever they're saying it is, that emails, text messages, all this stuff now is eligible to be open, and it can be put out there. And I'm thinking a lot of these NFL owners don't want text messages right. between them being put out there, whether mm-hmm. or not it's about cap or not. But if the suspect language is mm-hmm. used, mm-hmm. um. You know, or proof is used that they blackballed him from the league. Like you, you had know. the that slip up from John Elway yeah. a couple weeks ago, exactly. where it's like, oh, uh, but that sounds just... like you're. Oh, so uh, Kaepernick 
couldn't play, but y'all brought back Trevor Simeon, who Osweiler or Osweiler, yeah, Osweiler, that's the same was. year, like, like straight up garbage. Okay, exactly. all right, and okay. paid him right. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. So shout out to Caps. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen with this NFL case. I don't know if he's gonna get a job this year. Right, uh, probably who not. Knows? But Nike, Nike made a big move and. Gave him his campaign. They're going to do a signature shoe. Now, whether this is a, a move to support Cap or not, Nike took a shot in doing it. They figured, they looked at the demographic of who's buying Nikes. Right. And the demographic of old white men who like to run is not as much as young black kids who like to spend their money on Jays or on the latest mm. whatever. So for they, the soul. I mean, yeah, for the, the soul. I mean, right. uh, for the soul. <laughs> for the soul. I mean, they, we got a... Uh, you know the the people out there. I'm boycotting, man. You haven't bought a pair of Nikes in three Forever. decades, yo. Forever. Like get out of here, man. And then and the monarchs that you got are like the OG monarchs. Yeah, like, exactly. Whatever, bro. The but, check's falling off. <laughs> so, so we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, where else do we go? Uh, let's, let's let's talk about some music real quick. There's a back lot. back to music. Yeah, a lot of music. Uh, Eminem and MGK got into a, a rap beef. <laughs> Uh, I didn't hear either song. So first of all, <laughs> I listened to both of them. I did. First of all, M dropped um, the album. The album um, Kamikaze. Kamikaze yeah. on while I was in the hospital waiting, while in the waiting room from waiting for my kid. <laughs> I was like, oh, music to my ears. Perfect. Let's see if he can bounce back from the last album. So, anyways, um, pretty much he's going off talking about everybody. You know, like all the young rappers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's like it's a, it's a very good album compared to that la- that other trash he put out beforehand. But whatever. Um, so there's a track on there. He's talking about MGK because I guess I'm assuming MGK said something about um, Haley being all grown up and what he would like to do to Haley. Or something whatever. like that. Yeah. yeah. And so, M. That's wild, man. Yeah. It's like, why would you could end up having a daughter? Like he I mean, said, he has a daughter. That's the I mean, what's said, funny yeah. on top of it was. Eminem was one of the guys that MGK idolized coming up, right. which it I don't personally know any white rappers that did not use Eminem <laughs> as, you know, an idol trying to, you know, do their thing. Uh, but I'm watching this and I don't know, you guys might disagree, maybe you don't, but it feels like in the white rapper game and the female rapper game, yep. It's like a game of Highlander, and there can only be one. There can yeah. only be one. I was like, no. But they that, can't. That's... But see, because Mac Miller, right? He was dope. Yeah. Right? But he wasn't trying to be like, I'm the greatest white rapper. He was just trying to be a dope rapper. Right. Not he... even a white rapper. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, I just think it's hilarious. Cause... I think when it comes to the top, they can only be, they feel like they can only be one at the top. And I will say the ladies get dissed a lot because they only make room for one. Mm-hmm. Like right now it's all about Cardi. Mm-hmm. Before that was all about Nikki. Mm-hmm. Before Nikki, you know, you had. Yeah, but maybe. To me, yeah. None of them, I mean, I still think Rhapsody doper than. Right, well, that, but that's, that's a, but co- commercially. Exactly. She's she's not trying to be. She's not in that commercial game of, you know, selling sex like these other women are. Mm-hmm. And that and that's that's what's obviously the IG going on right, right. now. That's what. Everything is selling off of sex. Yeah, I'm doing it all wrong. There's another. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, what's her name? Mumu Fresh. She's dope too. She's, she's from close. here. Yes, exactly. I've seen her lives. Yeah, she's yeah, good. She's she's a beast, man. But, like these, these hard, like these these rap artists, ladies that are actually students of the game. Mm-hmm. 
they don't get the shine that they should, but mm-hmm. they have bar. Like they they all have the longevity because they're not trying to be the the you know the forefront of of this woman movement of right. you know they're not trying to be Cardi B, not trying to be Nicki, they're not trying to be Remy Ma. Like they're mm-hmm. not trying to be in that pocket of. I don't even think Remy. I couldn't lump Remy in that. I think Remy's still like a a rapper. You know what I mean? Like I feel like she doesn't. And the only reason I, I separate her because I, mean, I, I say that about her because she she's on uh, one of those love and hip hop shows. Oh, okay. oh, I ain't know. All right. Yeah. I and I mean, she did uh, come after Nicki within the last like what two three years. Yeah. But Whenever I feel like she, she you know, came she's not out. like big on like plastic surgery and all that kind of. Yeah, no, nah, it's not. It's, yeah, her it's and, not like uh, the whole. Her and Papoose are expecting too, I believe. Yeah. So it's like. So. But I will... shout out to them. Yeah. And Nicki, I mean, Nicki's actually dope, but. Then she puts the costume on. You know what right. I'm saying? Is and it necessary? She feels like she has to overcompensate for coming in number two now. Again, it's, it's right now because the movement is about Cardi. Mm-hmm. So what she does, what Nikki did on the BET Awards was she oversold the sex. And it was to the point where it wasn't even like classy anymore. It was like straight trash on stage. Mm-hmm. Like kind of what little Kim did once, you know, towards the end. Mm-hmm. Like just trying to stay relevant. And when you get into that game of trying to stay relevant, I'm like... Bars are what matters. Right, right. You know, you got to have a hot song. And so Nicki's album came in number two to, I can't think. Travis who, Scott. Travis Scott. And it was his second week, which is second. why she was going all nuts about it. Cause, right. like, but, but I'm like, what if you, like, you can't think, if you want your crown, you can't, first of all, you can't lose your main audience. And then you can't take too much time off because there's always somebody waiting to take your spot. Mm-hmm. You ain't reached J status yet. You ain't big. You ain't Pac. You ain't not like your spot. You know those guys. Their spot is there. Mm-hmm. They don't have to come out with the consistent albums anymore. I mean, they they've already proven what they can do. So, but MGK Eminem. Um, All right. So is that a battle? Like for I mean, MGK um, is nowhere near Eminem. Right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like as an artist, you know right, what I'm saying? It's right. Like, I mean, it's one of those things where it's, in the air, it's, you know it's a lot of fun to watch on Instagram, right? Because you got like MGK posting pictures, yeah, and then people being like, "All right, well, that picture is a fraud because people were actually booing him." And yeah, like, he, he's trying to and he's trying to make it seem like he responded in two days, which he, he may have. Yeah, but I, the one of the rumors is he had already knew M was coming at, at him on the Renegade was Kamikaze album. Yeah. So he was already he had already did the video, he had already did the response. And his response is Rap Devil. I can't think of what M's first song was, but MGK did the Rap Devil and it was decent. It was like, okay, you know, you you, you stated some actual facts and all, okay. But then M comes back with Kill Shot. Mm-hmm. So now everybody split down the middle of if Killshot is trash or not, I think it's actually pretty damn good compared to some of the stuff he was saying. And I was like, wow, okay. I mean, it's it's not um, Pusha T or Drake uh, right. beef. But I was entertained by both songs. Exactly. I will say exactly. that. And I'm one of those dudes that is old enough that when I was really getting into music, Eminem was starting to pop off. So I'm telling you, the Eminem you show know, to me, that's, that's pinnacle Eminem, man. Like... That that album is crazy. That's not the him, first so one. Not, him, not the Eminem show. The Marshall Mathers. Marshall Mathers. That's LP. the one with yeah. a real slim shade. Exactly. Stand on there. Stand exactly. Um, those records. Yeah. Like, to me, that's like pinnacle peak. Yo. And one I line. haven't really seen him go back to or be able to like hit that. You know that that like mixture of like personal stories mm-hmm. and you know, like really dope lyricism. 
right. since, but I think his that was the things had to change at that point because he was still talking about Kim, he was still talking mm-hmm. about his mom's drug addictions, and so at that point, like that I can't that I can't be a Superman joint. That that, that was on the next. That was uh, Mark. That, Mar- that was the next one. Then. What that was that the Eminem show. The Eminem show. Is that the, is that the name of the album? The Eminem show. So the first one was uh, Slim Shady LP. Slim Shady LP. Then it was Marshall Mathers LP. Then it was the the next one was um, the Eminem show. It that, is called the Eminem show. That, yeah, that's right, the one right. that had Superman exactly, on yeah. there and cleaning out my closet. Exactly. That's that's the album I'm talking that about. Album. That third album is. But that's is normally nuts. when most people peak. Yeah. Start to you you can feel it coming. You're like, damn, there's finally is that dope album. Mm-hmm. He started doing production on that one too. Yeah. I think. Yep. A and lot, then he even had Timberland on there. He had mm-hmm. Dre on there. I oh, was Dre. Um, but I remember on the Eminem, um, Marshall Mathers, Marshall Mathers LP, mm-hmm. uh, this joint, Remember Me, he had, he had a line yeah. on there. It was like, when I go out, I'm going out shooting. Not when I die, when I go out to the club, stupid. <laughs> that line right there, I was like, yo, that joint is dope. It's like, yeah. So that, yeah. M is nice, man. And I, yeah. I, have, I, have, mm-hmm. I have a few MGK songs, but there's nothing... Yeah, he's no. ever put out that So now me. MGK is going on his press tour talking about how, you know, he he apparently said he on, on the Breakfast Club, he told Charlamagne he sold 20 million albums. Nobody's selling that much. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's off of one project or for his multiple projects, but still. But I, I I didn't finish the interview to see if they fact-checked him if it was right, right. now. But again, he's, he's a product of Eminem, you know. He said he went double diamond. Is that because diamond is 10 million, right? That's what they're saying. No way. Why are people forgetting that he got his hair done? Because he was balding, and then all of a sudden, he had a full head of hair. Mm. People they are also forget- talking about M's beard, though. Right. <laughs> what about his beard? I didn't even- they were saying. <laughs> They were saying that man had like a you know had some assistance in his with his yeah. beard, man. I mean, <laughs> if, if that's real, I know a lot of dudes that would sign up to get the uh, exactly. that same treatment. treatment. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Bro, like look at Dion. Dion got the the yeah. top. Him and Earl like I got the yep. top done. Yep. Yep. Hey, I'm, hey look, if, I, Jamie Foxx. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm not hating. Oh. I'm not. If you got the money, and, Jamie Foxx hairline has changed over the years. Seriously. <laughs> wow. I think my favorite is. Uh, there was an interview. It was on like Jamie Foxx's show, mm-hmm. and he had Kevin Hart on there. And this is like <laughs> around the time where he was starting to blow up. Like right. Kevin Hart was—he's not what he is now, but he mm-hmm. was—he was working on the way. And it started as just like a Joan battle, and Kevin went through and ripped apart everybody that was in the room, but really was getting on uh, Jamie for like coloring his hair in and all this stuff. And oh my. <laughs> God, yeah, I mean, just obviously pure comedy, (laughs) hilarious, hilarious stuff. And it's like, I mean, that's really what's important here. People are forgetting that this man got went and got his hair fixed, and and that's that's great for him. That that's that's what showed me that he was making some money. Okay, because I know that that's when you get your teeth fixed and when you get your hair fixed. Yep, yep, yep. Cardi got her teeth fixed. Yep, MGK got got his hair did. Noriega, right? No. <laughs> but that's the thing. So they're, they're dogging him for being almost 50. And, you know, he's still... But I'm like, look. There aren't a lot of dude, people throwing bars out there. The dude like has he changed, he's changed his rhyming pattern. His style, like... At, at a, I mean, he's still a student. Like, no matter if he's a recluse or not, he's a student of the game. Like, he, mm-hmm. he's trying to be... Trying to perfect himself still. I mean... I, I mean, it was, it was, it was it's something entertaining And his watch, flow is but, unique. 
Like it's one of those that you yeah. hear it and you're like, that's Eminem. Yeah. Because no one else, no one else raps like that. Yeah. Like there, there's certain, there's certain dudes. I mean, there's certain certain ladies as well. Yeah. Their flow is unique, and M's one of those dudes. At least in my opinion. Speaking of unique flows and albums, we finally got the Carter Five. Yes, we did. Uh, five years later. Five years. Shout out, Birdman. Five years too late. Um, I don't know the hype meter around Wayne right now. I would love to hear what the the this Serp Lean generation thinks about the grandfather of mm-hmm. that of that of that right. generation. Mm-hmm. What they feel about Wayne? Um, I did listen to the album. Uh, CB, what, what do you think about the album? CB's the Wayne fan in the house, right? Yeah. Uh, so been anticipating this since the Carter Four, you know. Okay. Um. And as a fan of his, I, I, I enjoyed the album, but it wasn't what I wanted necessarily. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, and I, you know, I've, I've said this before because me and uh, some of the other homies were having this discussion. Um, like if you were expecting to get 2007, 2008, 2009 Wayne on something that's coming out in 2018, you're kidding yourself. Mm-hmm. Like as an artist, you're allowed to, you know, switch things up, you know, metamorphosize if, if you want to call it that, you know. But for me, I would have loved for there to, because th- there's no Amelie on here. There's no Fireman no, for thing. me. There's no Hey, I even uh, take a comfortable with Babyface. There's none of that on there. <laughs> there's Mrs. no Mrs. Officer. Officer. Like, within the last couple months, I went back. And I listened, and this is before they had, uh, they had actually settled all the stuff and he was going to be able to actually finally release it. I went through, I listened to the Carter 3 from front to back. It's still one of my favorite albums of all time. Carter 4, listened to it from front to back. And I'm like, yo, these joints still hold up. Mm-hmm. Like, I do feel that this album really dives more into what has birthed this like really druggy rap. Like kind of, I don't want to call it an era because uh, I don't know if that's necessarily the right that word. Generation. But, but that's that's like the period that it feels like we're in. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of these guys that are these SoundCloud rappers, um, like a lot of them, like you mentioned, Phil, like were birthed from a lot of the stuff that Wayne was mm-hmm. doing. And I feel that this album is very much diving. It felt like it was diving into a lot of that from a sound standpoint. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I, I think for a lot of the older fans that I've spoken to about it, that's their thing is because they don't like the music that's out right now, like that's popular. And this sounds very like he had that song with Triple X Tentation on there. I should have known something he, was up. That he day. had, first song on you know, he has Travis Scott on there. Like he, he's got, you know, some, some guys that the, those are the dudes that people really are hyped about That's now that, that cult that it's, it's that perp that cult following of drug music mm-hmm. that those are triple x was one of those guys mm-hmm. travis scott is one of those guys and so it, it's less intellectual rap because that's i mean you're you trying to tell me lil wayne is less intellectual rap. <laughs> no, I'm, just saying, <laughs> I, well, I'm just saying like that's that's the, that's the route of the album like mm-hmm. to me because at least Again, I'm not a huge Wayne fan, but at least with a Millie, you could get 
you got some of the commercial, you know, commercialization out of that. You mm-hmm. got some of um, even the joint with tie, tie my hands with Robin mm-hmm. Thicke. Like it mm-hmm. actually had maybe a significant message about Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. And like I, I do think that, and and I've said this for for forever. You know, since I was really becoming a Wayne fan, is I've always liked mixtape Wayne mm-hmm. better That's than commercial Wayne, that, yeah. and. So part of the reason why I loved Millie was because he could have thrown that on one of his mixtapes because there's no course. It's just him giving you bars for four minutes. Right. Like, that's all people want. Stream of thought. Right. right. Have you and listened to that No. I will say, I will say that I am a fan of Mona Lisa, the joint with him and Kendrick. Um, I wonder why. Like, <laughs> but, but it's one of those things where I've, I've always clowned Wayne for never, like, rapping about anything. And there's actually like a story element yeah. to this song, but it doesn't hurt to have probably yeah. the current greatest rapper. If you haven't heard anything in that album, that's the joint. I've heard the the one song I heard is the joint with Swiss. Okay, and that's, so that's, that's what's on. Right, that's right, right. on all the videos. My whole right. point about the album was that's the only fast song on the album. Mm-hmm. Everything else is a mood track, and it's like I don't need that. I'm not. Me. I don't drink enough lean, smoke enough <laughs> exactly. perp. I right, don't, right. To to get this album, and so I even put this on my Instagram post. I was like, I don't drink enough lean and smoke enough perp to get this shit. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know a lot of y'all like it, and y'all are the same ones that like AJ Calloway's uh, cornrow dreads on 106 and Park. Because <laughs> somebody like those. Right, but um, I, I think again, it was just the album of of of, of the mood. I would have expected and, him to do a lot of stuff that sounded like Young Thug, but then I, it's not even that. No, it's not wow. even that. But then I'm I'm thinking like, because my whole my thought process was, I want to see where this is going to go. It's been five years. Mm-hmm. Like there are there have been a lot of people to come and try to take that spot of be you know and and you hadn't really released too many things to stay relevant in between so what is the fan base like your you know wayne's fan base at that point is probably in the 30s like yeah that's where i'm at we've grown we've grown right. with him right and so now you know right they're now, all drake fans now sorry <laughs> and i'm like you didn't have any drake that's tracks on there right like, you didn't even do that at least and there was so much like reading up to it's like oh well we know there's going to be a drake song we know and the song with Nikki. And, and the was, song with Nikki, they're like she's singing. She's not even giving bars. I know that there are people that because going through Twitter, I know that there are people that love that song and are convinced that both of them are giving us bars. But I'm like, I mean, I'd rather hear like Monster Nikki. Like that's that's the Nikki that I want to exactly. hear. Exactly. You know, the the chick that is making Jay Z and Kanye stand behind her because she's outflowing them. Like, yeah. but that's. There are other tracks out there of her doing that. There's just it's just not on this album. Yeah. Um, and there are some Wayne does say some he has some memorable punchlines, mm-hmm. uh, but as an album as a whole, it's definitely I feel like just albums now in general, at least for the last couple of years, the majority of them are moods. Like it's not it, it's. Music's just in a different different place, and that's not that's not good or bad. It's, no. It just is what it is, and I think that this this album is is for 2018. Yeah, like it, like I feel like it fits within the context of where music's at right now. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said, not my favorite Wayne project, but at the same time, hardly any of his commercial joints are like as a project. Like, you know, I'll still, I'm going to still go back and I'll listen to the drought three over everything. Like, and that's like, there was what? 23 tracks on the Carter five. Like it's, it's a lot of music to get through. Um, which <laughs> Superfly shaking his head, like, like that. It's a lot of music, but it wasn't like the car, like uh, the Drought Three, for example, was a double disc mixtape, and I can listen to that from front to back because I don't need to skip anything because every joint was fire. Yeah. But it's a mixtape. It's, it's not. What the if same. Wayne's album was ten tracks? You're, that in and of itself. My thing is, you're more likely to get people to listen to your entire album with ten tracks. In 23. If he had the but, best, if you took the best mm-hmm. 10, how good would that be? Right, right. I mean, but also nowadays, it's about streams. Right. And so the more, the, the more, the more there, content the that you have out there. Yeah. I mean, we got Chris Brown out here tweeting that his, his album needs to win a Grammy. And it's like, who did, I know I didn't listen to everything on there. It was like 50 songs. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, nowadays, the the state of music and how things are rated and all that kind of stuff, like, it's all about streams. Like, gone are the days of me running into Best Buy on a Tuesday when the new stuff drops and copping a physical CD and popping it in my car as soon as I'm rolling out the parking lot. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. Exactly. You know, I pay 15 bucks a month for Spotify. And if it's not on there, then I'm asking you to download it for me. <laughs> you know, exactly. like it, it, music's just different. Like it is what it is. Every the the world goes around, comes around, and you know now we got the Carter Five, and it's if you were to listen to the Carters in succession, you'd be like, all right, well this is Teenage Wayne, and it's like, yeah, this is definitely 35, been sipping lean for two decades now, and whatever. This is that Wayne, okay. yeah. So. Speak, speaking of different, I heard that uh, those rough skins ribbed for her pleasure are different. I've heard the same thing. So um, check them out there. I think they're PetSmart now. They're Petco. Shout out rough skins. Rough skins paying the bills. Sticking with us while we uh, we're on our hiatus. Exactly. Maybe we get some new sponsors. Yeah. Maybe that's what season two will bring. New sponsors. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Know what it won't bring? What's that? Any hype for me? I'm still the same old five eight guys. I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> don't want no short short man. In that Mercedes short joke of the week. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> uh, real quick, I will, let's give a keto update. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've had two cheat periods since the last time we met. Um, so I had my first. Uh, the only one that's significant is my first cheat. And first cheat meal. Yeah. Uh, first, I'm down t- uh, in the 40s, 40 pounds. Thanks. Two Milanis. Yeah, two daughters. Yeah, thank you. Um, so my first cheat day, I was like, I was gonna spread my cheat days out two days because it's been had been like three straight months and I hadn't had a, any bread, any sh- like significant sugar. So, and plus CB was like, you know, take it slow, spread it out. That way you're not gonna kill yourself. I said, okay. Because so, I didn't do that when I did my very first cheat day, and it was it was painful. Let me tell you. It was delicious, and then it was painful. So that morning, I decided I was going to have my cheat day. I went out, 
uh, I should have known something was up because I was going to go, I was off work. I was going to go to my, my main job to get these uh, cinnamon raisin rum buns that get delivered every Friday. Mm. I've been waiting three months for them. I mm. called up my boy to come get one. He's like, oh, the truck broke down this morning. We don't have them. So that was that was strike one. I, I should I know. Don't don't have my cheat day. I was mm-hmm. pissed because I was waiting the same amount of time that Phil was exactly. to have one of those things. So I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have keto most of the day, and I'll figure out when I'm gonna break the the diet because it, you know, it has to be good. So, anyways, end up going to Longhorn Steakhouse that night for dinner, and I was like, now's the time. So Longhorn has these delicious blackberry sweet teas. You never had one tried. Shout out to Longhorn too. Send us a check. Yo, yo sponsor us. Um, so I had me a sweet tea, blackberry sweet tea. It was amazing. Felt like I, f- I felt the music playing in my. I felt Carter Five playing in my head when I was sipping this thing. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I'm back, baby. This is it. And they also pl- uh, bring you like bread to eat. And I had two two small squares of bread with butter. I could have butter, but I had just hadn't had bread. Took that down. It's like amazing. So I was like, I'm off to a great start for my cheat. And then for dinner, I had a steak salad, which again, that's very much keto. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm good. I didn't go crazy. Bam. Get home. And I found a box of little Debbie snack cakes that I bought the month prior to. <laughs> Just for my cheat day. Oh man! It was. For, let me tell you, it was these apple flips for the little Debbie sent us a check as well, yeah, and some apple spon- flips. Please sponsor us. And some apple flips. I, I hadn't had. They had been off the market for five years. <laughs> let me tell you, I know because I've been looking for them, and they actually had them in their back to school section in the in the snack aisle. So I grabbed them. These were like, not five years old, ladies. Exactly. Right. Remember, <laughs> have them for my cheat day. Four little Debbie <laughs> snack cakes later. <laughs> First of all, my, st- my stomach was already in knots because of the bread, the carbs I had taken in because they had been forever. And that's the carb. My body, Your body's not used to ad- used to adjust down sugar. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing when uh, people go like vegan or vegetarian mm-hmm. and then they have like a steak or something. Your body's not used to breaking that stuff down anymore. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, oh, it made them sick. Yeah, it's the same thing when you go so, from, you know. Okay. Four little Debbie snack cakes later. I'm in the basement. My boy John comes over. We're going to smoke hookah and, just, and, and chill. Homie. And chill. Next thing I know, it's like probably 80 degrees in my house. And we're in the basement. It's probably the, the, the coldest room in the house. But it was warm because I'm in full-on winter gear. Skull cap, gloves, hoodie, sweatpants, socks. Shivering my ass off because... My body is going through some kind of withdrawals right now or like sugar shock. A man went on the injury report with flu-like symptoms. (laughs) I have been looking at all the macros and everything, but this day I did not because I would have seen probably the carbs and the sugar aspect of what was in those snack cakes. Four of them later. You didn't. You didn't want to look at that. I didn't want to. No, exactly. You don't. Cheat you don't, day. You don't look yeah. at that shit on a cheat day. <laughs> and I'm in. I'm trying to tell you. For I'm drinking hot tea in my house at two o'clock in the morning. So finally, I got the fever, the sweat to break. It was just absolute worst. But then, trust me, and believe Saturday, I was determined. I went to Chick Fil A, got me a Chick Fil A meal, no sauces, and I got a half sweet, half unsweetened tea, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And the dinner I had a pizza, but then it was back to business. Right. So. Shout out to Keto. Yeah. Uh, your boy, I'm, I'm almost down 50. So hopefully at the end of this month when I weigh in, mm-hmm. 
I'll be down 50. Yeah, I, that's two Milanis and a, and a Parker. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, oh, and I never gave his name. So let me, let me, let me give his name. Uh, his name is Parker Prince Kauhane Helimoku Konohia. Say that two times fast. Exactly. <laughs> it took me a little bit to get to that one. Yo. So, but uh, shout out to everybody. We're back. Mm-hmm. Um, More content on the way. Exactly. And so, CB, CB, CB. Yeah, on top of not getting any taller, I have just increased the number of shoes that I own. Um, and since Phil knows this, Kaleo knows this, I get everything delivered to work. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, but yeah, I get everything delivered to uh, to work, and not every pair that I get is you know retail, some crazy you know exclusive or whatever. A lot of the stuff that I buy is because there is some wicked deal going on. So I'm getting... Shout out to Soul Links. Yeah, shout out Soul Links on Twitter. If y'all don't follow that, that that's my plug. That it, it's like, oh, where's CB getting all the shoes from? It's because Soul Links on Twitter tweets out when there's... Anything. Like, ridiculous... Sales. C- sales, coupon codes... Uh, info on releases, different sites that are dropping if their releases are timed differently. So that's how I've been able to I've been ha- able to cop so much stuff. And like in the last two weeks, I've had You've got some major wins. In I've had last, I've had know. five pairs delivered in the last two weeks, and we're this is we're recording this on a Wednesday. I should have another pair. By the time this drops, y'all will have seen a living your best life, bro. Yeah, I mean, bro. <laughs> uh, today is apparently National Boyfriend Day. I didn't know that was a real holiday, and uh, me still being a single man, I've been buying myself gifts all exactly. Day. Just treating You're a good myself. Man. Exactly. You got a good man. <laughs> Such a good brother. So, so it's like you know, man. Like shoes are just. I mean, there's a reason why we do this for the soul segment, and getting those crucial wins sometimes there, there's nothing better than that. what's the crucial win you're wearing tonight because uh so it's gonna make a lot of people mad right um our boy sachi was actually hitting me up about some of this stuff uh, a couple Shout weeks out to sachi Here yeah we um the hype beast the hype beast but uh, i got i got the uh the yellow acronym prestos yes. um and I also I still want the pair of the, the ones that came out like maybe two years right, ago. Right, yeah, the original ones. Yes. Yeah. But then I also was able to secure the multicolored joints, mm. which maybe they're in the running for my best cop so far this year. Because those that's multi one hot, that's one of the hottest shoes. Those multicolored acronym Prestos are gorgeous. Golly. That that those we did the unboxing for those didn't we? Yeah. 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 That's um, awesome. Check us out on the IG when we do the unboxing. Yeah, because yeah, we'll go live from from the job 
with yep. uh, with just with a bunch know. of people in the background yeah. talking about you got another pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I spent all your money on right. new shoes. Yeah, um, but so I've been we- I've been wearing these these yellow joints, um, but the multicolor Prestos those are gonna be like my uh, those off white vapor, vapor matches I copped early in the year. There's gonna have to be an event for me to me to bust those out because those joints are those joints are special. Fire. <laughs> Superfly. I've showed these before. Yeah. I'm just these are just basic joints, man. I mean, he's not he's not these. in he's not in the, the barbecue force. Is that is that? It's a lot of change. Forces or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Season yeah. two, a lot has changed. <laughs> and I've got on some Nike Freeze. That I don't feel like putting this on. Yeah. But CB's got the. I mean, he he's, he's got mad pairs, mad boxes. I got a pair of. Some dope van boots mm-hmm. came in. Yeah. Um, I may have taken a picture of those. I, may, I think we did unbox them. Mm-hmm. Too. So, yeah. I mean, a lot I, more to come this year. Don't the uh, Concourse come out soon? Concourse come out in December. Oh, it's December. I thought it was. Uh, so, what? That's the big out ele- October. That's what the else? big 11 release. Yeah, but October what? has a lot of the. the I thought it was another come big out, shoe coming out. In the, 20, the 33s. Oh, yeah, what you, what you, I know, I know the thirty-threes are dope. The Tinker, the Tinker. Those, uh, those are this weekend, right? Eights come out this, yeah. The this weekend come out this weekend. The eights come out later, but then the thirty-threes, which is actually probably the best Jordan re-release. Yeah, those joints look hot. They really do. Sp- speaking of speaking of the man, real quick. Um, so I get a call today. My dad is like, "Yo, I'm just leaving Jumpman office in uh, Bethesda." Because for like, people that don't know, your dad, him and yeah, him and the man are kind of close. They're they're kind of close. Yeah. So I get a call. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I got a call from so and so from the office. He's like, come up here real quick. And so he's like, okay, mine. He just got back from Paris for Ryder Cup with the man. There, there's video. There's video for There's video the where you can see. Did you see that? Phil, I sent it to you. You can see Phil's dad come into view. I've, I've caught I him before on TV though. That, I, I tagged you in a post. Because you, you like, for yeah. if on, you on see, IG. for anyone that has never seen Phil's dad before, if you didn't look at any of the pictures that we would have posted or anything <laughs> like that, you cannot mistake him. Like, there is no DNA test test needed. Like, <laughs> Phil and his dad, like, damn near spit an image. So when you see Michael Jordan walking around in Paris in his PSG gear. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wait, hold up. Is that Phil? Nope, that's Phil's dad. <laughs> he's got more of a gray beard than I do. <laughs> he's got the uh, silver fox look going. So he's like, um, yeah, I got a box. Uh, I got there, and they gave me a box full of boy clothes. He's like, apparently, the man wanted to do... Damn, that's dope. The man wanted to do something nice, but he didn't want to tell my dad because my dad would have been like, nah, we're my dad, will always, he's, he's humble. He always turned right. it down. So they, he went behind his back. He didn't give him a forward. chance. So we'll be doing an unboxing about what that Parker stuff. is going to be dripping. Yeah. Drip, drip. Exactly. That's dope. Yeah. That's, so. a, that's some real for the soul stuff right there. Yeah. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're back. We got something else. Yeah. Hi, y'all. Think about taking a trip. Uh. Maybe, maybe going to Aspen. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> Uh, Holla, everybody. Peace. Peace.
Oh, my God.